This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Sunil Awasti. Finance Minister Katie Gallagher denies accusations she misled Parliament about knowledge she had regarding Brittany Higgins' rape allegation. Leaked texts suggest Senator Gallagher was told about Ms Higgins' allegation before it was publicly known, despite appearing to tell a Senate estimates hearing that she had no prior knowledge of it. Senator Gallagher says she was responding to a specific accusation from Liberal Senator Linda Reynolds that she had known of the story two weeks before its release to the media. She says that's not true. Senator Gallagher has since admitted she was told about the allegation a few days before it went public, but denies she misled Parliament or had any involvement with making the story public. The Senator says the opposition's attack on her and Ms Higgins is damaging to women. We want Parliament House to be one that sets an example for other workplaces and that if staff experience harassment or assault that they feel supported and confident enough to come forward and report it. But the events of the past week with the media coverage, the questions surrounding the publication of a young woman's personal phone records that had been provided for use in a court splashed across TV and newspaper with opposition members giddy with the coverage has done nothing but seriously damage this confidence. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison has also denied he possibly misled Parliament about what he knew about Ms Higgins' allegation. More charges are expected to be laid against a driver accused of being responsible for one of Australia's worst bus crashes, which killed 10 wedding guests and injured dozens more. Brett Button is currently charged with 10 counts of dangerous driving causing death in the New South Wales Hunter region after a bus crashed in foggy conditions on Sunday. Nine of the 35 passengers died at the scene, while a tenth died a short time later on the way to hospital. The 58-year-old has been granted bail today, with the judge considering Mr Button's need to provide family support to his two children. His lawyer, Chris O'Brien, has told reporters that his client is happy to be going home. Have you spoken to your client? Look, I've spoken with my client. He's, um, he's happy to be going home. That's all I've got to say. How's he doing? He's doing OK. In all of the circumstances, he's holding up very well. The federal government has agreed to amend parts of its signature housing policy to appease the Greens, but they still won't support the government's bill. The Greens have been holding out their support for the $10 billion Housing Australia Future Fund bill. They are demanding $2.5 billion of direct funding into affordable and social housing each year and a national freeze on rent increases. The government has now agreed to lift the cap on spending and has guaranteed a fixed disbursement of $500 million per year from 2024-2025 and indexed from 2029-2030, the year proposed by multiple stakeholders to the Senate inquiry on the bill. They will also allow for the yearly disbursement amount to be increased in the future by the Treasurer and Minister for Finance. Greens housing spokesperson Max Chandler-Mather says all the government has offered is a glaring loophole. All they're offering now is not spending any money for 12 months and then $500 million uh, in 12 months' time 
uh, and then locking in real-term cuts to that funding for the next six years because they haven't indexed it. Our deep frustration is Labor have yet to move on our two key issues. We have been talking about ad nauseum for eight months. Firstly, real extra guaranteed funding for public and affordable housing and money on the table to incentivise a freeze on rent increases. A man has been charged with murder in Western Australia following the death of a young police officer. 28-year-old Constable Anthony Woods was placed in an induced coma and later died after being run over in Perth. Constable Woods had been following a car, allegedly bearing stolen number plates in the city's east at around 1am last Thursday morning. Reagan Ainsley Chown has been charged with multiple offences, including committing an act intended to prevent arrest which caused grievous bodily harm and reckless driving to escape police pursuit. In Rugby League, New South Wales has made five changes to its side for next week's Game 2 of the State of Origin series in Brisbane. Parramatta halfback Mitchell Moses replaces an injured Nathan Cleary at halfback, while South Sydney's Damian Cook returns to the side at hooker to replace the injured Arby Corusau. The West Tigers' Stefano Utoikamanu replaces Tavita Pangai Jr. in the forwards, whilst North Queensland's Reese Robson replaces Nico Hines in the utility role. Latrell Mitchell returns from injury to take Stephen Crichton's place at centre. New South Wales must win Game 2 to have a chance of winning the series after Queensland was victorious in Game 1 last month. I'm Snilla Wasti. This is SBS News in Easy English.